All right, guys and gals, welcome back to another week of Football Live Podcast. As always, I'm Corey, joined by Jared and Adam. A lot of headlines to get into. Um, Brian Harson has been fired. Yep, they finally did it. They pulled the strings. I I did think he was going to finish the season, but uh, I heard a bunch of people say they didn't have a coach to name interim, so that's why they didn't fire him. I didn't realize Cadillac Williams was on the staff. (laughs) Yeah, he's been their running back coach for, I think, a couple of years. Yeah, I mean. All I know is if Hugh Freeze is the next Auburn coach, I'm just going to leave. I'm not going to watch college football. I mean. I can't wait to see him on a stretcher. My favorite part is not even six hours after the job's out, Lane Kiffin's name's already been thrown around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's got 11 to 4 odds. Everybody forgets last year, but at one point he was going to take the LSU, Oregon, and USC jobs all at once. Dude, I think Lane's waiting for the Alabama job. You might as well. Just stick with Ole Miss, go to Alabama when it's done. I don't know, man. I can see Auburn being desperate enough to just give him a bunch of money. Just throw the money at him. They're already paying like $34 million to coaches who aren't even. (laughs) He didn't even finish his second year. Dude, they, they didn't like him. He was not. They, you want to talk about a fit? That dude was a the worst fit of all time. Who's worse, I mean, Brian Harson at Brian Harson at Auburn or Ron Zook at Florida? Uh, it's got to be Brian Harson because Ron Zook at least lasted a whole extra season. What was a Harson buyout? Seventeen. Gets, yeah, like it's like fifteen or seventeen, but he gets half of it in the next thirty days. That's so awesome. Yeah, he's literally going to get like seven and a half million dollars, like in the next three days. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, he took he took the fifteen million because yeah, he gets seventy percent of it this month. Seventy? I thought it was fifty percent. It says right here. I looked it up on CBS Sports. It said Harson will receive fifteen point three million, seventy percent. Uh, he gets within the next 30 days. <laughs> I just like it how every time a coach is fired now, Deion Sanders is automatically like, everyone's like, he's going to be the next coach. Yeah. Okay, Corey, you're right. That's 70% of what's remaining on his contract. He right. does. Get okay. 50, he gets half in 30 days. I wonder so, if right. he hit him with the Ed Orgeron line, which door do you want me to go out of? Uh, dude, as bad as they treated him, like I don't, I don't feel one way or another about the guy, but the way that the Auburn boosters and the school in general treated that dude, I would. The Auburn have... boosters are the reason they hired him in the first place. Oh, I know. It's so weird. Do you think Auburn is the toughest coaching job? Like no, Auburn? Vanderbilt because they just won't give you any money. Yeah, but like, think about Auburn. Like you, ha- like you either have to beat Alabama or it's a failure as a season. Yeah, the expectations you versus just described literally every team in the SEC. I, I would I would argue the difference Auburn's between different. Texas and Auburn is not that different as far as how the boosters operate. Oh yeah, no, I agree with that. Like they are you know all it in it. It's the Yellowwood guy. Yeah, it is the Yellowwood guy. My that's question their, is, that's their if, big booster. Do you think if Alabama or Auburn beats us last year, he's fired? Yeah. With the way so. this year, if, if I this think year he goes the same way, season. I don't think this guy avoids getting fired this year. They did not want him there. Adam, they almost fired him his first offseason. They yeah, made, they, someone made a made up rumors about him and that woman to get him fired. 
that that that's hilarious. We don't know how much truth there is to that story, but somebody was out to get him. Well, for the fact that they did an investigation and came away with nothing really makes it look like the boosters were just reaching for anything to get him fired. I mean, they almost, they legit almost pulled a military coup and got Kevin Steele the job last year. Yeah, and I can't believe you'd want to hire that guy. The boosters need to just stay away. I'm just saying, I think that's the hardest job in college football is being an Auburn head coach. You got to, like, I, I would agree that it's up there. I don't know, dude. If they, if Florida cans Napier after the season, maybe it's Florida. Did y'all hear that? Did we share that presser in the in the thread? No, no. The hot, the hot mic. Hot mic, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the exact words? Uh, I don't give a f. I'll be here longer than Napier. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what he said. He goes, I, and he not only said that. He goes, I guarantee it. I'll I will be guarantee here. it. <laughs> I will be here longer than Billy. <laughs> Ooh. Oh man, yeah. So uh, interesting. I mean, it's wild that Cadillac Williams is taking over. Yeah, good for Cadillac though. I mean, it's a tough situation to be in, but good for him. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, if you, I mean, the only way to salvage the season is to give it to someone who just happens to love the university. That's the only way you're saving it. Well, then you gave it to the right man. Yep. Um. So there were. Everybody saw videos of the fight between Michigan and Michigan State in the the tunnel. You mean Michigan State and that one guy from Michigan? <laughs> I think there was two that were actually. I don't know. I can't remember, but that dude got jumped. I just yeah. saw the. I just saw the guy get hit with the helmet in the in the tunnel. My thing that. is like, I don't know if y'all saw the ESPN video, which is like a longer video of it. It's like five minutes long. The security guards and the police officers just stand there not doing anything. I mean, what what are you gonna do? Those are like premier athletes. They would whip any of those cops' asses. I mean, those guys are Dunkin' Donut cops. <laughs> I mean, seriously. No, I think I saw some. I think I saw some actual police officers at the end. Um, yeah, they're probably state troopers, but they're all like. It's like, just, is anyone placing charges? Yeah, uh, the Michigan player is going to sue. Yeah, 22, sure. 22 filed charges. He's already got a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, the University of Michigan encouraged him. So, I, I do have a question about all this. Yeah. This, this tunnel, this stadium is like 120-something years old. The tunnel issue coming out of nowhere. And, well, it's a Harbaugh thing. This has been going on the entire time that Harbaugh's been there. Why is that? I mean, it has to be something he's doing, right? You I mean, have they had any other issues besides the Penn State thing earlier this year? Well, last year, I think the same thing happened last year. Um, it, it's really just bad, bad planning. I mean, it is a bad. It is a bad setup. I mean, yeah, but it's been set up that way, like you said, for a hundred years. Well, I guarantee you, after this, they're going to be doing something different. They should do the COVID thing and just put a piece of plexiglass right in the middle, and everybody has to walk. Yeah, this five. is the third fight in the last seven games inside the tunnel. So one at the end of last season, two this year. <laughs> what was the? Other? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Maybe he, I, who knows? Who knows what goes on in, in the line of Harbaugh? So I think two of the fights were Penn State. <laughs> Not surprising. And then the other one's Michigan State. Oh no 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 no! It was the Ohio State game last year. So it was Ohio State, Penn State. Okay, that I don't really count that. But that was the Ohio State one was them coming out onto the field. They came out at the same time. And that was Harbaugh's doing. 
Ohio oh, State. Oh, yeah, no, that's a Harbaugh move. That is 100% a Harbaugh move. Well, there's a video, apparently, it shows, like, a bunch of staffers look out the door when OSU goes to go out onto the field. And you just see them like, okay, let's go. <laughs> just gets both uh, teams in the tunnel together. Just the cheesiest guy in the world. <laughs> uh, do you think they try to fire Mel Tucker after this? I don't think they can. Maybe I mean, that would be – I mean, he swung, he swiped at a fan. Like, he he didn't punch him, but, I mean, the guy touched him. So, I mean, fair game. But I mean, if he, he freaked out knocked, if, 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 if he had knocked him. If he had on me, I would just fall over and claim and then sue. He's got so much money. <laughs> well, not if he gets fired for cause. Ooh, that's a good point. I, I don't see how they can get fired for cause on that. He swiped at him. He didn't if he didn't contact. suspend the right players – I'm pretty sure one of the main guys you can see in the video is number four, who's a starter, and I don't think he's been suspended yet. Well, I might as well just suspend him. Just save yourself. Don't. don't or you could do what Florida did and just kick him off the team. If I'm texting him, like, <laughs> I'm just like going to try to like entrap, use entrapment against Jimbo to fire him cause. Well, you know they keep. Have you seen the videos of them towing his truck at the football facility? Yes. Jimbo. Yeah, yeah they showed his. They towed his truck from the football facility. Uh, so maybe they'll just keep towing his car and he'll get the message. Uh, Florida dismissed uh, linebacker Brenton Cox. Uh, this was the guy that was at Georgia for what, his freshman year? Yeah, freshman year, and then he transferred to Florida. Yeah. Might have been there his sophomore year. But yep. he he kind of made a stink about it leaving because he didn't get any playing time and he was like a five-star recruit. Uh, but he got passed by like BJ, uh, not BJ, but Aziz Ojolari. So, I mean. Yeah, he's he's. Really, did he fight a teammate at Georgia? Or did he fight a teammate? I know. At, I think both of his fights have been in Florida. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't really remember him from his freshman year. They still haven't disclosed the reason. Uh, the speculation is the the punch he threw in the end zone. That doesn't seem likely. Um, the thing with him though, the the beef between Georgia and Florida has been so great because he talks so much crap and it's very like self-aggrandizing and then every time florida plays georgia he just lays an egg he's terrible so, he announced that he's going to the draft um I mean, napier well. probably just got tired of dealing with him honestly he is kind of a prima donna i mean especially oh, yeah. for what he can actually do like he's not a bad player he's just he's certainly not as good as he believes himself to be Yeah, still not as bad as his Royal Majesty Dylan Moses. Is he? Is he playing anywhere? Now I'm pretty sure he got cut. Maybe like the CFL. Maybe he's coming in for the XFL. He hooked up with The Rock. Are we going to be the first XFL podcast? <laughs> we might. Dylan, uh, I'm sure. Dude, I used first. to go to XFL games with my dad when I was little. When they were in Memphis, they were fun. I just remember like there was no coin flip. They just put like a ball. 20 yards away. Well, each, dude, each the, when they brought it back in 2020 before COVID, it was actually, like, entertaining. Because it was, like, like, smaller soccer stadiums. So, like, but I just remember the crowd was being nuts and, like, there were beer snakes. And, I mean, it's just, it was a good time. It was a party. I feel like, I mean, these leagues come around every, like, once every five years and then they go bankrupt. Well, I think actually, I, I think the XFL was actually pulling pretty good ratings pre-COVID. What was like, the, I don't think the ratings were as bad as like, like the USFL. Control league? 
the fan control league? Yeah, you know that too. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, Johnny Manziel plays in it. Yeah. In T.O., I think? T.O. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Manziel and T.O. in the fan choice league. Oh my god. Um, let's see. Yeah, for anyone who didn't see, um, uh, freshman quarterback for Texas A&M, Wegman, took a pretty nasty hit, head bounced off the turf. Uh, they were checking the play for targeting, and he's over there talking to the trainer, and Jimbo pulls him away and tells him to go back in the game. <laughs> Can he play? Did y'all see the video of like, his offensive lineman helping him up? Yeah. Uh, and he just he's dragging a dead called. body. Yeah, he, he, like, drags him around, stands him up, he takes a step and, like, just trips over his how, how did he look? He right. looked okay. I mean, for a freshman QB, I would I would argue, I can't believe he hasn't been starting. I mean, Max Johnson should have started. Jimbo went in the exact opposite order of, like, efficiency of his quarterbacks. He, like, sure he started did. the worst one and then played the middle one and then played the best one last. Yeah, I mean, obviously the biggest upside is with Wegman. He's a freshman, but with as bad as their team is, you should just should have just went with him. I mean, after App State, I don't know how he didn't get in for App State. That's right. Like he didn't. It wasn't. Well, I think he played in like the blowout game, whatever they had. But yeah, he just hadn't played. It's just yeah, you got that guy sitting the bench. Yeah. All right, anybody got – well, I guess we can talk about the top 10 or the top 25. Um, Tennessee 1, Ohio State 2, Georgia 3, Clemson 4, Michigan 5, Bama at 6, TCU at 7, Oregon at 8, USC at 9, and LSU at 10, um, and then just everybody else. Yeah, I was going to say, um, we don't have to go further than 10. It's, yeah. I mean, it's a crapshoot. So, obviously, the two big things is Tennessee at 1 and LSU at 10. I, top 10 matchup at Death Valley. Top 10 matchup. Weather's going to suck. So, I think there's two reasons for Tennessee being one. And one of them, they do have a pretty good schedule that they've played through. But, no, I think they deserve it. But, they, I mean, I have no problem with them being one. Uh, I love the rat poison that they're going to have to deal with. Um, I do think that LSU being 10, though, both props up. Tennessee and it makes it a top 10 matchup in, Bat- in Baton Rouge. So you've got two of the biggest games of the year. Right. It gets happening big- in the SEC. In the same weekend. In the same weekend. Back to back games, too. One in Athens, one in Baton Rouge, 3 30 and 7. 12 Eastern. Which I don't know why the Georgia Tennessee game is not a night game. Because CBS. Because CBS has the is sick, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, but like the, the biggest game should be at night. They have to, so they get one night game a year. Yeah, I know. Okay, but still, uh, right. they, they don't use their night game on Bama, Texas, ain't it? Yeah, and we will not be getting a night game this year, except for the night game we played against Missouri at Missouri and Mississippi State at Mississippi State. All I want to say is, on the record right now, if we, if we lose next week at Arkansas, it's because it's eleven o'clock game, and we should be we should get a lifetime. Okay. Yeah, we should never have to play an 11 o'clock game again. It's just not fair to us. <laughs> You're good. I mean, uh, we're pretty I, good. I, we're number 10, Jared. Yeah, I don't have a problem with the top 10. I think those are the, the 10 best teams. Um, I mean, who would you take out of I, I wouldn't take anybody out. The only team that I think is kind of a fraud, but you can't really do anything with them, is TCU. Yeah. I, but here's the other thing. I say that. 
if that was Oklahoma or Texas with that same record. Oh, they'd be number three. Yeah. So it's not really fair for me to say that. TCU has played a pretty good schedule. But I, I mean, just, it's not like they've come back. Like, they've been behind in games and come back and won. Like, they've showed they're a pretty good football team. Yeah, I guess that's the thing, though, is, like, they just don't seem dominant in anything. So it makes it hard. Okay, who seems play. dominant this year? Uh, I mean, you can argue, like, Tennessee's offense. Um, I guess you could say Bama and Georgia's defense. I, I mean, LSU's defense. Did you just say Alabama's defense? Yeah. Yeah, they backed it up with LSU's defense, which, you know, gave up 40 to Ole Miss two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Or no, 20 to Ole Miss, and we give 40 to Tennessee. Uh, they have their spurts. I'll give you that. They have their yeah. they have their times where they play good defense. Yeah, I don't know. TCU just doesn't seem to have any. I just don't that. trust teams like TCU in the playoffs. I, like, I guess I, I just don't trust them to finish out the season without like, dropping They're going to go in with the force. And I think that is, that is a direct response to you, Oklahoma, getting blown out in every playoff game. Dude, but it, <laughs> when has yes. there, there been a competitive four-seed game? I mean, it's true. When hey, Ohio State won? So here's another question. Has – the first ranking, the team that's number one, has that team ever gone on to either play and or win the championship? I was LSU number one in the first CFP rankings. I don't feel like they were. I think Why they not? were. No, because I don't think we had played Bam at that point. I think y'all were probably still ahead of us. I mean, I, oh, think, no, I thought you meant going into the playoffs. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the initial rankings, uh, like the first rankings of each season. I think whoever's number one generally either doesn't make it to the playoffs or they get blown out in the first playoff game. Like Clemson was it one year and y'all beat them or Ohio state beat them. Somebody beat them by 40 to 10 or something like that. Um, I feel like Alabama's had to have been the initial number one. In I don't think so. But I mean, how many have they won in the playoff area? Two or three? Uh, 2014. Uh, they won three. So many right? playoffs been around for, I mean, since 2014, yeah, but you got to remember, there's only been like two seasons where they've gone undefeated. Like, now, now that is true. I mean, I yeah, there's the LSU team and one of the Bama teams to win it all that was undefeated. Everybody else has had one loss. Georgia, Georgia went undefeated last year. To, oh wait, never mind, I forgot. <laughs> oh, ah, good one. My bad. Glad you got that in there. All right. Well, speaking of Georgia, we'll go ahead and talk about the game this weekend that involved any of our teams. Uh, UGA beats Florida 42-20. to Full disclosure, I did not watch much college football this weekend. Uh, I watched two games heavily. I got in some other games. Actually, I take that back. I watched three games. I watched the Ohio State-Penn State, the Tennessee-Kentucky, and the UGA-Florida game. Nothing much else, though. I tried to watch as much as I could at Ole Miss and A&M. I watched uh, anyway, a and game. Anyway, UGA dominated Florida for three quarters. The third quarter itself, I'm not really sure what Georgia was doing. Uh, they went into halftime 28-3, to so the curse was trying to work its way in there. It, it just didn't pan out for Florida. Um, the only the good news is, is we've got Jalen Carter back for the Tennessee game. Bad news is we lost Nolan Smith for the year. Oh, yeah. So I forgot to put that in headlines. I meant he, he tore his pec muscle like off the bone and is going into surgery. I, I guess he went today or he's going tomorrow. But he is he is done. 
his career at Georgia is over. It's been it's been real, and I hate it. I hate to see him go. But that's going to be a tough, tough loss going into the Tennessee game. Uh, I didn't realize y'all were worse than the SEC in sacks. Yeah, but we're like number. I think we're like our pressure rate is like top five in the country, but our sacks is yeah, it's like one hundred twenty six. I mean, Georgia definitely matches up the best against Kentucky, or against Tennessee out of anybody, I think. Potentially. I mean, it'll be interesting. I mean, the offensive line for Tennessee has been pretty good. So, I mean, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. You're gonna, I think you're going to have to get some sacks on them to slow them down. I don't, I don't think we're going to get sacks. I think, I don't know what we do, but we pressure the quarterback and like it's just quick release, but it's errant throws. That's what it's been all year long. Um, Hendon Hooker's a different animal, though. I can I mean, that's see. Or against us. I, I guess the way I see that game playing out, though, is like I think Georgia's defense can hold can or hold Tennessee to about thirty points, thirty thirty five points, but I don't know if Tennessee can hold UGA to to less than forty. I mean, I don't know. Tennessee's defense was lights out against Kentucky, but they've been garbage up to prior. Kentucky to that. has not been very good. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, who's to... their best win? Florida. Yeah, their best win is Florida. That's the only common opponent. We beat Florida forty-two to twenty. They beat them thirty-eight to thirty. They played Florida in Neyland. So, this is in Athens. I just feel like Georgia's going to win this game, but I think Georgia's about to give it the most points it's given up and. Probably since the SEC championship game last My year. My buddy said uh, they were he was thinking he's a Georgia fan. He was thinking about going. He said the upper deck is the tickets are starting at seven eighty. Yeah, it's it's sold out and it's going to be insane. Seven hundred eighty bucks for the upper deck seat. Ah, that's it's insane. Yeah, it's it's an insane. It's going to be a crazy environment. Um, I, I'm just not real sure that Tennessee is going to be able to score at will like they've been doing, but I guess we'll see. They're still going to score points. I just I just don't know if it's going to be like the 30-second drives that they've been having. Yeah. Um, Tennessee beats Kentucky 44-6, obviously. Um, I watched some of this game. I switched over to AM because that game was a blowout early. Mm-hmm. Um like I said, man, Tennessee is it looks very, very good, but I'm not very sure that Kentucky's any good. Um, so I think Kentucky was a bad matchup because I don't think t- Kentucky's secondary could do anything with any of the receivers. I mean, they were just running right by them. Yeah. I mean, we've talked on here before about Bama's secondary being suspect and I think they kept up with Tennessee fairly well. They just couldn't stop them enough to win but Kentucky couldn't do anything and that, Kentucky that beat Hyatt guy, I mean, do what now uh, what, what's his, uh, is it Jalen Hyatt the yeah receiver? I mean that guy <laughs> just can get wide I, I am very confused as to what is happening for him to just be completely left alone so often I mean I don't know because it's not like he's making contested catches. He is just walking by himself in the second. Well, they do that weird thing where they split the – like if they're on one hash, they'll split the wide receivers out like super wide. Yeah, they're like five yards or whatever from the uh, from the sidelines. 
Yeah, really they're, yeah, dude, defenses. they are. I mean, they are out there. Yeah, it really stresses. And they, they'll stack two of them. So I mean, yeah, that's it's a it's a weird thing, but it works. Yeah, uh, they're they're good at it. Yeah, and those illegal screens. <laughs> they did get called for it. Yeah, I'm telling you, that plays legal. Um, <laughs> Ole Miss beats Texas A&M 31-28. Um, good competitive back and forth game. I mean, this is the most probably the most competent game A&M's had all year. Still failed to score thirty points though. Still, still, I actually went and checked the other day. I was like, did they still not score thirty points? They still haven't. They have not scored thirty points since when? It was like sometime last season or the yeah. season before. Yep, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um. In my field game of the week, I called this one Missouri beat South Carolina twenty three to ten. Now, why did you call this one a field game? I couldn't remember. Uh, South Carolina after off a big win, beating Texas A M for the first time since they joined the SEC, comes uh, out flat at home and loses. Yeah, is there a team that just can't figure out who they are more than South Carolina? Texas A M. <laughs> well, I think Texas A M knows they're garbage. Yeah, they know they're terrible. Uh, I don't know, dude. It's just so. Strange. <clears throat> I mean, that's the kind of stuff that you're going to get when you've got, you know, a guy who's in his head, first head coaching job. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's crazy to me that <laughs> South Carolina's five and three, and they're behind Ford, Ford, Missouri <laughs> in the standings. It just doesn't even make sense. Never does. Um, Arkansas beats Auburn 41-27. I didn't see any of this game. I didn't either. Um, it was a back-and-forth game for a while. I did flip over at one point. It was just trading touchdowns, and then Arky just ran away with it. Auburn's just trash. <laughs> did you see the post-game with Brian Harson though? No. One of the reporters asked him, he's like, what is it going to take to get this team back on track? His immediate response is like, what do you mean back on track? <laughs> I do remember seeing that. Uh, yeah, what an answer. I mean, he knew he was getting fired at that point. Oh, oh was for a, sure. There was another story that came out that uh, apparently a reporter wrote something that pissed him off and he wanted to have a conversation with him personally. So he's like, I was on the way to his office to have this conversation when I got the news he got fired. So I just pulled over right on the side of the road and wrote my story about him being fired. Never met with him. Well, apparently, uh, Derek Mason said they got in a, they got an argument once, and Derek Mason said, "I've been coaching, I've been a head coach in the SEC longer than you have." And his response was, "Yeah, Vanderbilt." <laughs> that means, like, come dude, on, that man. is a sick. <laughs> I mean, but come on, man. Derek Mason, what are you thinking? What are you thinking when you say something like that? Oh, man. He got his ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Ohio State beats Penn State 44-31. Um, not a great game from the Ohio State offense, but a spectacular game for their defense for the most part. Well, Penn State specifically could have easily won that game. Number 44. Yeah, JT Tumalalau or something like that. He uh, – he wrecked Penn State single-handedly. He, if he doesn't play, I, I agree with Adam. I think Penn, Penn State could have won that game. Dude, Penn State should have won that game. I mean. Ohio State secondary is not good. Yeah. Which is weird for, you know. Well, I can't say anything. We claim DBU, too, and our defensive secondary has been pretty awful for a lot of well, years. So. You, did, 
you don't have 85 scholarship athletes. Yeah, we got like 75. <laughs> I mean, but didn't you start the season with 38? There were 38 scholarship players that started the bowl game or yeah, played the so... bowl game. And like 10 of those were sick with like the flu. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or, it could have been COVID. Who knows? The only reason I say that is Penn State had the one one wide receiver that was just torching them. They couldn't yeah. do anything with that guy. I mean, Sean Clifford is—he looked amazing. When I mean, we all know he isn't. <laughs> Very true. Uh, in my other field game of the week, Kansas State blows out Oklahoma State forty-eight. <sighs> I did not see this coming. I picked Kansas State to win, but I did not think they were going to beat them 48 to nothing. You were the only one in Pickham that picked them to win. And they won big. I mean, dominant performance. Dominant performance. I'm telling you, Manhattan is a sneaky, underrated place to have to go play. Um, uh, I guess so. I mean, dude, crazy things happen in Manhattan. It's called it's- Manhattan, Kansas, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fair point. Uh, Notre Dame blow, also blows out Syracuse, 41-24. Um, I had a feeling Notre Dame, this might be like a bounce-back game for Notre Dame, and it certainly was. I just don't understand it sometimes. Like, what is – like, if Notre Dame had the capability to beat Syracuse like this, is there a chance that Notre Dame can beat Clemson next week? I mean, there's always a chance. Never say never. It's at Notre Dame, I think. I think it is. I really hope it is. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, let me look and scroll down. It should be on here. Do you think? Yeah, uh, Clemson's on the road at Notre Dame. Do you think DJ gets to start? Did they play this past weekend? Who's that? Clemson. No, they were off. It looks like. Yeah, they were off. So Clemson is coming off. The Ooh, I don't know, man. What's the line on that? Four and a half for Clemson. It's in the pick'em. No, it's not in the pick'em. So yeah, it's at Notre Dame. I'll say this: if Cape Klubnik comes out as a starter, then it's not DJU is going to start. I think Notre Dame wins if DJU starts. I bet DJ. Oh, dude, I don't know, man. They're, do such, they're such Notre Dame's such a Jekyll and Hyde team. They've been they've been horrible at home. That's fair. They have. They lost to freaking. They lost Marshall. to Marshall at have home, they, and I'm pretty sure the Stanford they, game was at home too. What game have they yeah. good in? Uh, at home, Sy- none of them. Yeah, I was just saying the Syracuse game is the only game they've looked good. That in was a road game. But Syracuse nearly beat Clemson, and Notre Dame just stomped a mud hole in them at home. I mean, I know the score is 41-24, but it never felt close at all. Okay, do like you trust this one week sample size from Notre Dame? That's a fair point because no, I don't. But they've played better. They have. They've had spurts. They've had some really good. I, my timeline is flooded with Notre Dame people because we hired Brian Kelly last year. But I mean, their point was they've had some really good quarters, but they've had some awful quarters too. Yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah. Just not near as many. So, like in the games that they're losing, they'll have like one quarter where they do really well, but then they just suck the rest of the game. I mean, that's the Ohio State Notre Dame game to a T. <laughs> they were yeah. amazing in like the second quarter, but the rest of the game they were they just were terrible. Nowhere to be found. Yeah. Um, and a surprising upset: Louisville beats Wake Forest forty-eight to twenty-one. I did not have this one. Uh, 
boy, talk about a, a huge fall off from Wake. And seeing, again, Wake nearly beat Clemson. So, I mean, I know that's all transit property, so who knows. But, yeah, Louisville just embarrassed Wake Forest. Sam Hartman did not look good. It makes yeah. no sense. It makes no sense sometimes. I guess that's why they play the game. I mean, the ACC has always been kind of wild. Yeah, when when you come out of this week and the most dominant team is North Carolina. <laughs> I, dude, I like watching North Carolina play. Oh, they scored the his backyard football in its purest form. Yeah, Mays is not bad. He is. I can't believe that he's a, uh, he's a retro freshman. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. But it's just, he is just the next in line of a great lineage. I can't even think of like someone else he plays like. <laughs> Mitch, it's just another great Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> I, th- I mean, I think he's better than Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> they always Mitch Trubisky say, have one good year at UNC. Sam Howell? But no, he doesn't even play like Sam Howell either. I, he's just this tall, lanky, like that's skinny good. dude that's just out there just running around, just throwing the ball down. We just, he's just out there having fun, man. Yeah. <laughs> Playing like he's got nothing to lose. He's built like Mac Jones, but he plays like Baker Mayfield. <laughs> UNC is going to be good next year. Probably. Two. They might. Don't let them get hot. Uh, Michigan, in a game that incited a brawl, Michigan beats Michigan State 29-7. I, yeah, I just don't think Michigan can throw the ball very well. They are running I don't think they over. care to throw the ball very well. I mean, maybe that's what it is. They don't have to. But Blake Corm is not going to be able to rush on the top four teams. I just don't believe it. Maybe Ohio State. I don't know. I just don't see him having that kind of rushing average against, I mean, even Tennessee. I mean, that's fair. but uh, Tennessee would smoke Michigan just because of the way they're matched up. You're probably right. It's uh, just my opinion, man. <laughs> no, I get it. That's why we do this. Uh, Miami and beats Virginia 14-12 to in a four-overtime game. And no touchdowns were scored. I thought one touchdown was scored. Nope. Oh, Jesus. It's all field goals and a safety. It's and two-point conversions. <laughs> it's like one of the single worst games. So that's what it was. It wasn't a safety. It was... It was a two-point conversion. To yeah, because after, after the third overtime game, which is the wildest part, is nobody scored in the first two or three overtimes. Yeah. They were just – it is just – I don't know what's happened to Miami. We can talk about teams that just fall uh, I mean, off. they got the number one cornerback commit to them another, another day. Yeah, over Florida, surprisingly enough. I can't really figure that out. I heard that Miami gave him all the Oh, yeah, the rumor's $3 million. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. Who was the cornerback that got like $5 million in his picture? He had like dollar bills. This guy, Kermani McClain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. The, the rumor is he put the money on his commitment picture. I mean, not just like stacks of money and also money flying through the air. And he was holding both Miami chains. <laughs> he sent a very direct message. Yeah. Some players, they just go for that bag. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth, man. And uh, I guess I respect the players more that just are, yeah. like, don't I care about it. Like, yeah. like, I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. Or it'd be like Texas A&M saying, no, we didn't pay anybody. 
that, that that's just karma right there for them. True that. True that. Um, in a rare powerhouse showing for the Iowa offense, they beat Northwestern 33-13. I think they scored two touchdowns, offensive touchdowns. Uh, I don't, I don't know, but they scored 33 points, which is wild. Yeah, but, for the, I mean, they scored 30 points before A&M did. I don't know what this says more about. Is it more about Iowa or more about Nebraska? I think it's more about Northwestern, <laughs> which, I mean. I was saying, like, is this more about how bad is, Nebraska is? Fitzgerald, is Northwestern, is it getting hot at all? Uh, I don't think so. I, mean, he, I think that guy could literally stay there for life, and they're just – they're cool with it. Yeah, they like him. He's had enough success where they're like, we can't get rid of him. Remember, he was good once. And every well, I mean, he's a Northwestern guy. Yeah. He's probably super happy. I mean, yeah, they're not going out and competing for the Big Ten every year, but I don't think they expect to. But they've had a lot of decent seasons in recent history, so I don't think he's in trouble. Yeah, but, I mean, they can rattle off a couple, two or three good years every once in a while, and that's probably fine. Ooh. They're one right. seven. I didn't realize they were quite that bad. No, they've been bad this year. But yeah, you, I, real bad. I'm not, you know, plugged into Northwestern football, but I don't hear, I don't hear anything about them possibly getting fired. I can't believe Nebraska's won three games. <sighs> Jesus. Uh, all, all right, winners right. and losers. All right, I'm going to go ahead and just go ahead and put it up for Georgia and Tennessee. They both won their games, didn't do anything stupid. So now we're going to have, depending on which poll you count more, I would say it's the college football playoff because that's the one that seems, you know, that's the one that awards the natty. So number one versus number three in Athens. Uh, and then Kansas State for absolutely dismantling what I thought was a good OK State team. Uh, losers are Florida. Uh, not only did they get beat for the fifth fifth time in six outings uh, against Georgia, they immediately turned around and kicked one of their best defensive players off the team for unnamed reasons. Uh, OK State for not showing up, and then Kentucky also for not showing up. All right, Adam, who you got? I got my winners, Kansas State, as well. And then I got my other winner, CBS, for uh... – Having a top ten matchup two at two thirty. You just gave you just gave CBS a winner. Yeah. Okay. Good win for them. And your losers. Top All right. Matchup. Go ahead. I kind of have a uh, problem with that, but go ahead. Uh, my losers probably Oklahoma State. Okay. I, I just had high hopes for them. I had them in the playoff. Yeah. Yep. Tough. Uh, for winners, I've got Iowa because their offense actually did something for once. I got Auburn for getting rid of their head coach, which I think makes everyone there happier. Um, and Notre Dame because they won, I guess. Uh, Wake Forest, uh, I have as a loser because they finally come back down to earth a little bit, I think. Florida because it, it, it's Florida and Texas A&M because it's Texas A&M. Cause why not? Because Florida and Texas A&M both suck. Yeah, they do. Hey, I do have one more thing I want to add. And actually – no, I'll go ahead and throw it in here. Um, actually, no, I'll save this for random topics. We'll go into Pickums. We'll we'll go through that. I'll save. All right. Uh, Pickham standings. Jared's still in first. Um, not a great week for really anyone. Um, Adam is tied for second, and I am in fourth now. Um, the NCAA Sims is back down at the bottom. They had a really rough week. 
Yeah, I think my buddy Dan is at third, and my well, he's wife, tied for second with Adam. He's tied. Okay, and then yeah. I guess uh, my wife is dead last. Uh, I'm not sure if she is or not. She I may not she be. Is. I think sure she is. is. Uh, I think so. Yeah, dude, I, I am not doing well with the spreads. I'll tell you that right now. I am uh, struggling with you. <laughs> yeah, she is not a fan of the spreads. I'd rather just pick winners and losers if I'm being completely <laughs> yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, next year will be winners and losers. Next year we can do both, I guess. Yeah, we could have we could do pick two pickums. Um, all right, so pickem games for this coming week. Um, Texas Tech is heading to TCU. TCU is a nine and a half point favorite. I, I guess I'm gonna go. I'm going Texas Tech. God. I'm going TCU. <laughs> I'm going to actually side with Adam here and go Texas Tech. I think TC wins, but I don't think – I think Texas Tech covers. All right. These these are the games that I always end up losing. Uh, instead of like 14, is TC winning 33-6. Um, Tulane is a eight-and-a-half point road favorite against Tulsa. I'm going to take Tulane here. They're having a good run. I'm also going to take Tulane. I'm going to take Tulsa. <laughs> I'm just trying to make up points at this point. Yep. Um, NCAA 14 has Tulsa winning 20 to 14. Granted, these are the rosters from before the season started, so it doesn't take into account that Tulane's on a roll right now. All right, big game of the week. Tennessee is heading to Georgia. The Bulldogs are seven and a half point favorite. Uh, I'm going to pick the Bulldogs here. I'm also going to pick the Bulldogs. Well, we got to trifecta, boys, because I'm picking the Bulldogs as well. Um, I, I, I just – maybe it's just living in Tennessee. I hope y'all just – I hope y'all beat them. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of happy for them for a little while, but they're just so – Yeah, dude. I'm they are extra. Guy. Boy, they're coming on strong. Huh? They're Good coming on Lord. so strong, bro. Like, like, y'all just have to destroy them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we kind of – I mean, I, I told my wife this. My wife is an avid Tennessee fan. And, like, I got a national championship last year. Each of you boys have got a national championship in recent history. I would love for my wife to experience that. So, I think whoever wins this game is likely going to go on to win the national championship. That being said, uh, I really hope it's Georgia. I yeah. really hope it's Georgia. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, also, another quick note, 66% of the country has picked the volunteers to cover this. I do see that. Which, I mean, is fair. I mean, seven and a half points. I mean, it's a... Sizable spread. Yeah. Um, NCAA 14 has Tennessee winning 24 to 17. It's a really weird game. Um, Georgia yeah. had the ball with a chance to take, to tie it up at the end and just couldn't get it done. That also sounds likely. Yeah. Michigan State uh, is heading to Illinois. The Illini are 16 and a half point favorite. I, I'm going to take the Illini here, but that's a lot of points. It's a, it's a lot of points, especially for Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Michigan um, State is not good, though. And they got the whole fight thing lingering over them. Yeah, I'm going to Illinois as well, but I I don't know. It's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see how Michigan State plays this game. I'm probably just going to go Michigan State because Mel Tucker scares me. <laughs> <laughs> if he listens to this, I don't want to think that I'm going against him. All right, NCAA 14 and Michigan State winning 27-21. Uh, Liberty versus Arkansas. Arkansas is a 14-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, I'm going to take Liberty here. I think Arky wins, but I think 
14 half, you're right. 14 half slot points. I'm taking Liberty as well. Yeah. I'll never, I'll never side with Hugh Freeze on anything. So. Yeah. Did he touch you? Uh, <laughs> I bring out a doll. I'll show you what he touched. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I, I, you I, hate I was, that guy. We, we were talking about this earlier. He's in my top, top three probably people I despise the most on planet. I'm not even joking. What is your relationship to Hugh Freeze? Dude, so he was like our he was like the principal of like our high school so i'm like, sorry what yeah hugh freeze he was a principal in the football coach yeah he was like he, he was like the, so you when you played football in high school right no 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 i didn't oh. he legit touched you somewhere no no so no, he's like, he was like <laughs> a disciplinary guy like he would like paddle you and stuff like he was like the guy that like no you were one of those schools off. So we're okay to paddle people in the mid 2000s. So, so like he would first off like multiple complaints about like him being inappropriate with girls like in his no office. way not he freeze. So so like there were a lot of girls that weren't even allowed to go in his office like anyways and dude he's like I just remember getting in trouble and like he would just always act like he was like this like almighty like man of God like better than everyone else and then and then he fits in perfectly at liberty well and then the piece of shit like came out that he was like a dirtbag cheating on his wife and like he's like he's everything i hate like everything i hate what if he takes over for saban uh i will not be an alabama fan (laughs) you come to be an lsu fan if he if if hugh freeze took the alabama job i would not be an alabama fan i would be i don't know who i would be LSU, dude. I, I would be the, we're like Bama, but we're drunk all the time. Dude, I, anybody but Hugh Freeze. I could go <laughs> on and on about Hugh Freeze, and it just like when when that stuff came out about him, like with the stripper, like phone service, or whatever. Like no one was surprised from Memphis. Well, all right, that's okay. That's a lot. Uh, all right, Bama is heading to Baton Rouge. Actually, we didn't pick this game. Uh, no, we did pick this game. Uh, Liberty's not an NCAA 14, so we don't have a sim here. Um, Bama is a 13-and-a-half-point favorite at LSU. I thought uh, it moved down to, like... This is the lines that are in the pick so these are the lines that we use. Yeah, that's... Because a lot of the lines are showing, like, the dogs anywhere from 11 to 9. I haven't seen a 7-and-a-half, but... This is just what ESPN uses, and I yeah. think it, it changes throughout the week. I'm not sure. Uh, I think once they lock it in for pick it's what it is. Either way, uh, I'm taking LSU uh, with 13 and a half. That's a lot of points. I'm taking LSU as well. Uh, I'm also going to take LSU. I just I, we we just haven't proven we can go on like a road in a hostile environment and not just completely shit our pants. Man, I really hope the weather's not terrible. If the weather's terrible, that's going to be such a disappointment. But dude, or first off, it's a game of the century Tuesday. Like, no, but there's a, the there's a hundred percent chance of rain. Yeah, but they don't get too far. The, the hope is that it's early in the day and it'll be actually be gone by kickoff. So it may tamper tailgating a little bit, but the stadium itself should be fine. But the grounds will probably still be a little wet. It's um, 14 has Bama winning 38 to 28. So Bama, I mean, the Sim agrees with us as well that LSU covers the 13 and a half. Uh, Michigan is on the road and it is a 26 and a half point favorite at Rutgers. I'm 
26 and a half is a lot of points. But Rutgers is also not good. Um, I think I'm going to have to take Michigan. I'm it's going a lot Michigan. of points. It's a lot of points. I think Michigan kind of. Wasn't Michigan a lot of points last week and they covered two? Yeah, I think Michigan just the way they match up with Rutgers, I can see him getting like twenty-seven to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, NCAA fourteen has Michigan winning thirty-eight to ten, so they just barely cover the spread. Um, Arizona versus Utah. Utah is a sixteen and a half point favorite. I'm going to take Arizona here. It's a lot of points. I'm taking Utah, but if it comes out that their quarterback's not playing again, Cam Rising's not playing again, I'm going to switch to Arizona. Gotcha. I'll go Arizona. Um, NCAA 14 has Utah winning 48, 42 to 38. So this is a wild ending. Arizona kicked the field goal with 20 seconds left to take a 38 to 35 lead. I actually started to type in that Arizona won 38 to 35. And then I looked down at the bottom and it said Utah 42, Arizona 38. They kicked the field goal with 20 seconds left. Utah takes the the return kickoff back for a touchdown. Wins the game. And they took 20 seconds off the clock. So that's like, that's like a really long time for a play. So I'm sitting here thinking they're probably like lateraling it and stuff. <laughs> it's like the Miami Duke game from a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was... That one was intense. Um, UCLA is on the road, and they are a ten and a half point favorite at Arizona State. Uh, I'm going to take UCLA here. They had about the same spread last week and covered. I'm taking UCLA as well. I'm going the other way. I'm getting points. Okay. Um, Cal versus USC. USC is a oh uh, sorry. Arizona State actually wins forty six to twenty four in the sim. I mean, they blew them out. Uh, it was was not close. Cal versus USC, the Trojans are a 19 and a half point favorite at home. Um, I think the Trojans are back. Yeah, I I'm think, taking the Trojans on this one. I, I'm going to take Cal to cover. That's a whole lot of points. Yeah, but Cal's not good. I, yeah, I know, but I mean, I just can't see USC beat them. Uh, the Sim would agree with you. The, they have USC winning 21 to 9, so they do not cover the 19 and a half. Um, non picking games. Florida is headed to College Station. The Aggies are a three-point favorite. Um, I guess I'm going to take A&M. <laughs> um, in the bowl eligibility bowl, I am taking no one because I want both of these teams to lose. Yeah. I guess I'll take A&M just despite Florida. <sighs> yeah, I can't, I can't pick one of them to win because I just don't want either of them to win. I'm going to go Florida. Um, Iowa versus Purdue. Purdue is a four and a half point favorite. I'm gonna take Purdue. Is anybody sick on Purdue's side? I'm gonna take Iowa. I feel like I feel like this is a system Purdue system game, and I don't think they win this one. On at home against an unranked opponent and their favored, that's not a, that's not a good recipe for Purdue. Uh, Texas Tech is playing TCU. Wait, that is in the pick wasn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. I missed that one. Sorry about that. Uh, Oklahoma State is heading to Kansas, and they are a two-point favorite on the road. I'm going to take uh, OK State. I think they're going to bounce back. 
and I think the Kansas dream is done. Dude, I don't know, man. If Spencer Sanders doesn't play, I can see Kansas winning that game. Did y'all see the video of the Oklahoma State quarterback where his hand was shaking before he was taking the snap? Yeah. That dude was terrified. He did good, though. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's so good they didn't score any points. Yeah. Uh, Clemson is heading to Notre Dame, and they are a four-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. I'm going to take Notre Dame. I'm going to take Clemson because I don't want to pick I'm Notre, take Dame. Notre Dame. as well. I, I hope Notre Dame wins. Yeah. Uh, Wake Forest is a five-point favorite on the road at NC State. I'll take NC State. Uh, I'm going to take Wake Forest bounce-back game for them, field game. Adam, you got? I'm going to go NC State. Okay. Um, no updates on NCAA 24 or 14 because Adam still hasn't played Mississippi State. I just haven't played either. Well, I mean, we, we're all waiting on Adam, so. Have we, have we even asked how Jared and how the baby's doing? Uh, well, it's random topics time, so now it's time to ask. Baby's doing great, man. I mean, still sleep is coming at a premium. I go back to work tomorrow for the first time. So, Dude, you're gonna go back to work. You're not gonna want to leave the office. I, I don't think that's true. I would rather stay home. I actually like my daughter. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just because I have two, and they suck the life out of me. I mean, maybe. I mean, they are older, so that dynamic changes. Uh, dude, this is kind of. Did do y'all know who Migos is? Oh yeah. Did y'all yeah. see that? Yeah, I saw that over a dice game, man. Yeah. And by the way, dude, that's terrible. What they did, I mean, that's it's messed up. What, oh, they what? had video of it. Dude, they 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 put a they put like a. They showed, like, a picture of him, like, laying out just on the floor, like, with blood. Dude, like. TMZ's got no shame. Dude, but, like, don't. dude, like, he, like, they're just, it's just a picture of him, like, dead on the floor with, like, blood behind him, behind his head. Like, he obviously was shot in the head. And they just put it up on their website. Yeah, man, that's unreal. Um, it's terrible, man. It's, it's, it's a over huge a dice game. You, you murdered someone over a dice game. Yeah, it was a huge hit to the Atlanta area. Migos is like at all the Georgia games too. So, uh, I don't know. It's pretty pretty rough. It's horrible, man. We got some action on right now. Twenty eight years old. Yeah. Yeah, it's just absolutely no reason for it. Um. Oh, the thing that I was going to bring up earlier. Uh, Tennessee is obviously they've got a senior quarterback. They are a heavy, heavy upperclassman team. What do you think their next year looks like? Like they kind of have to win. I think a lot of it, I think they have a very real chance of having what happened to LSU where their staff gets gutted after this off season and they lose a bunch of players and they drop back down. I mean, It'll be interesting. I mean, Heupel's getting some talk for some NFL jobs. So yep, he is. I mean, he may you not be there. He'll leave Tennessee if he wants to go to the NFL. Hell yeah. Yeah, because he's. I mean, I mean he's think of all my every guy. successful college coach. Saban did it. Um, I mean, Urban did it. 
mean, all of the really successful ones outside of like Brian Kelly and a couple other ones have, have tried the NFL at least once. I guess now like his stock's at all-time high. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to cash out, now it's time to do yeah. it. You can cash out at, at Tennessee, but it's also, I mean, how many guys are head coaches in college football that hate recruiting? I'm not saying he does, but there's plenty of them out there. So, I mean, if you can get the shot to go to the NFL where you don't have to recruit, I mean. I mean, I think Tennessee's especially if he feels like he can really get it going in Tennessee, I think it's a hard job to walk away from. But it, at the end of the day, it depends, I mean, how bad does he want to go to the NFL? I just feel like being, being at the NFL is probably a lot easier than, like, the whole recruiting thing. You don't have to, yeah, you don't have to work 24-7, whereas if you're yeah. a college coach and you have to recruit, I mean, you work 24-7. Yeah. And you got to deal with, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to deal with 16, 17, and 18-year-old kids who have people at home, you know, whispering yeah. in their ear telling them like to. Like, everyone at the next level is, like, professional and stuff. Or, like, right. for the most part. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. Um, obviously, see, I thought you were going to bring up the whole comparisons to 2019 LSU, uh, which I mean, I mean I you did. could you could go that way because I mean a lot of a lot of the talking heads are comparing this Tennessee team to that LSU team, not saying that they're the same level, just basically that both teams kind of came out of nowhere, kind of struggled at the beginning, and then turned into these offensive juggernauts and went on to win the national championship. Well, to me, before we can even start the comparison, they have to win the national championship. That's that's a true story. I think they're just talking about the current trajectory is pretty similar. Well, so the two things the two things that they would have to do to match twenty nineteen team is one, win the national championship, and two, dominate in the conference championship game and in the playoffs. Because the LSU team that struggled early in the year was not the same LSU team that won the national championship. Well, I think that's what their argument is, is did the defense turn a corner against Kentucky? I don't think you can because judge it off Kentucky. We'll see you after this weekend. I was going to say, if they dominate Georgia, then you can make those comparisons. Um, I mean, they did really well against LSU, but LSU did itself absolutely no favors. Yeah, and I think LSU is also coming into their own. I'll tell you, the read options, RPO stuff that we started doing like the last few games is really fun to watch. I mean, it's right up his alley. I mean, it's the perfect offense for Jaden Daniels. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I love it, dude. I for I mean, because LSU's had such a vanilla offense. I mean, the only I guess the only comparable thing between a team where they were doing the motion stuff with the running back, which I love that too. But I mean, we sat through decades of less miles doing the toss dive, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Buffalo just got a pick six on Ohio. We got some action on right now. Yeah, I was watching. We got two uh, action games. I was watching Kent State and Ball State earlier. Uh, Buffalo, yeah, Buffalo's got a pick six to pull back within seven. Um, all right. Uh, so now that Game of Thrones is over, what's everybody watching? I'm uh, on the last season of Better Call Saul. It's fantastic. Me and my wife are watching Love is Blind. and uh, I have been watching that as well. I just feel better about myself as a human being every episode we watch. Also, I've been watching a lot of the Unsolved Mysteries. Like the old school ones? No, well, no, oh. well, you can watch those. The, the new ones, uh, new season just came out. Well, who's the woman on the old ones? The woman. Wasn't it a woman? No, no, it was, uh, it was a guy. What am I, I thinking? 
I don't know what you're thinking of. <laughs> uh, oh, is that solved? I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what his name was, the host. Well, I'll tell you right here. Uh, oh, I'm thinking of Murder, She Wrote. I don't know where oh, I got off. You know, she that. just died. Oh, did she? Yeah, she just died. Yeah, I saw Mystery. Oh, yeah, I know this guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Robert what a draw line. Robert Stack, that was the guy. Um, to be honest with you, I haven't really watched anything. I mean, we started Rings of Power, and it's okay. I heard it gets better. Well, it's just... I heard the first... It's a complete opposite of... It's a complete opposite of Game of Thrones, which is a mindfuck. Well, I heard, like, the first couple episodes aren't really, like, Lord of the Ring-ish, but it gets better. No, I mean, it's all pretty Lord of the Ring-ish. Really? Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's, it's a fantasy setting like Game of Thrones is, but it's just, like heavy on the elves and it's just it's very bright compared to where game of thrones is like dark <laughs> they're just like polar opposites so um i mean i, I don't really have anything else for random topics i don't know if anybody else has anything do you think this is the most like volatile season of college football that we've had in like the past like 10 years Nah, I think last year takes a cake. Last year was wild just because there was so much movement up and down. I do think this year is the best case you can make that we really do need a 12-team playoff. So, okay, with that, do you think that a 12-team playoff makes these games like what's happening with Georgia and Tennessee or Bama and LSU work mean less? I don't, I don't yes, get that argument. I don't get the argument, honestly. It's it's 1v2 or 1v3, and then 6 versus 10. Well, the theory is if, if they lose that game, if you know, one of them loses it, there's a shot they don't make the playoffs. With a 12-team, I mean, that's going to be true still for your Big Ten. Or not even your Big Ten because they've gotten two in. But you're yeah. like Pac-12 and your Big 12 schools. They can't afford, like, a two-loss conference champion. or a, They're not going to get in multiple teams, most likely. Us in the SEC, we really don't have to worry about it. If you're if you got one or two losses in the SEC, you're gonna have a shot to make the playoff if it's twelve teams. I just wish like during the season like Ohio State or Michigan would have to play like a Georgia or Alabama or even like an LSU, like just just to know like kind of like where everyone's at. I, I mean, feel you like, say that, but I mean, how many like, times have this team actually know. gone undefeated like and they playoffs. weren't one of the best teams in the nation? I mean, I'll give you Oklahoma. Oklahoma did a lot where they went undefeated and they weren't. Notre Dame's another one that's done it a lot too. But, I mean, in a 12-team playoff, they probably win their first-round game. Yeah, for sure. And so, I mean, they they got confidence, momentum going into the next game, and who knows what happens. My opinion, I don't see – I especially don't see how having playoff games on campus – at least, even if it's just first round, I don't see how that's a bad thing for anybody. I think that's that's your best case scenario for TV because those places are going to be rocking, and yeah. college football I mean, the crowd does make a difference. <laughs> okay, so I just saw something. Uh, would you like to hear a current uh, up to week nine stat for stat LSU versus Tennessee to this point? You're talking about like the points per game and all that stuff. I saw it already. 
You did. Yeah. I mean, it's, like I said, it's comparable, but those are cherry pick stats, too. I'm sure oh, there's we, some they, stats. So, so 2020 Bama just left off this? So my thing is, I actually think, well, yeah, for one, yes, because it doesn't count. And two, <laughs> I think, I actually think 2020 Bama is maybe a better comparison. Their defense isn't as good, but all they've got is a quarterback and one wide receiver. Uh, that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Because, yeah, you can say in 2019 LSU, did Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson both at multiple points that year set the LSU records for receiving yards and receiving touchdowns in a season. So in even the third, even our third best wide receiver still had like a thousand yards and ten touchdowns. And if you want to know how good Jamar Chase is, just watch the last people's game. Because without Jamar Chase, they are terrible. I mean, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson are literally two of the top five wide receivers in the NFL. Jamar Chase might be one like top top. You say that, but Justin Jefferson like has yeah, better stats yeah, than Jamar okay. Chase, I, and I his quarterback might be worse. No, no, I agree with you, but like, I, like. Jamar Chase, he – Justin Jefferson is more scored on, like, wide-open plays. Jamar Chase is literally, like, he'll catch the ball and make two guys miss and then he's gone. Right. Like, I've watched I've watched that – I watched him break one tackle and then just be gone. He, he's done that at least three times this season. Yeah. So, I mean I, – I mean, yeah. Like, if I'm picking a receiver, like, I'm picking Jamar Chase over Justin Jefferson. They're both, I mean, they're both phenomenal. But Jamar Chase. I can see that. I can see that. But, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, obviously I'm biased in this discussion, but I need to see a little bit more potency before I'm ready to put him in that category just yet. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting how close the stats are. I mean, it's, it's tens of points difference. Yeah. I mean, it's points per game, 48.4 to 49.3. Opponent point per game, 21.9 to 21. Yards per play, 7.9 to 7.4. Yards per game, 568 to 553. I mean, the thing they're not talking about either is, like, Georgia's offense is not that far off of these numbers either. Do you think it's, like, it's becoming just more I mean, the, t- the points is... Just because it's harder for... It's harder for, like, by, like, some of the rules and stuff. Oh, dude, I mean, I was th- sitting here thinking this when we were talking about something earlier. I mean, we were talking about somebody not throwing the, like, what defense can stop Tennessee. And I was sitting there thinking, like, man, who's the best secondary in the SEC? I mean, probably Georgia, but, I mean. What does that mean? <laughs> what? Does it mean? I mean, does it mean anything, really? Right. I mean, like, nobody He's really stops anybody. Secondary. Yeah. Name, name a good secondary. I mean, this isn't the mid two thousands or the I mean twenty tens, early twenty tens, where you know defense. I mean, there's no nine to six games anymore unless you're playing in the Big Ten. You think it's because of like rules and stuff? No, I just think the SEC modernized. The SEC was back in those days. They knew they could win games by just running the football, not taking risks, and having playing good defense. And then spreads started showing up in the SEC, and they realized they couldn't do it anymore. I mean, I just think it's funny that the total offense, total offense, number one, Tennessee, who do you think number two is? Ohio. Georgia. Who's number three? Buffalo. Oregon. (laughs) Who's number four? 
Uh, USC. TCU. <laughs> who, who is number five? Uh, Ohio State. UCF. Number UCF. six. Hey, do you guess, bus? <laughs> number six you know, is Ohio Auburn State. Auburn should really look to hire the seven coming coach over at UCF and see if the Oregon transfer quarterback has another year left. Yeah, no doubt. Get the band back together. That'd be the third time that he's been hired by the university. How wild would that be? <laughs> yeah, let's set some records, man. Dude, that'd be nuts. <laughs> um, all right. Well, unless anybody's really got anything else, I think it's going to wrap us up. I I think we're good. I don't I don't think I have any. All right, Adam, we're going to beat y'all's ass this weekend. We're coming for you, bro. I've, I've got, got, I've got a Okay. Field. Are you going to show up next week if we win? Yeah. Yep. He, he, we'll have this on the record. So Baseball's lame. Or football's lame anyways. We're soccer school. <laughs> I'm pretty sure soccer season is like just ended. Uh, I'm pretty sure our women's soccer team is phenomenal. Now, did y'all see the uh, LSU Ole Miss women's teams? They got into a brawl. I did see that. <laughs> I, yeah, I did. Not. We had like four players get ejected. We suspended more people than Michigan State did. <laughs> they were wow. scared. They were scared, man. They were scared. Uh, all right, well, that's going to be it for this week. Um, Wait, did we talk, didn't Brian Kelly say something about like Nick Saban's birthday? Yeah, he wished him a happy birthday. Uh, I, 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 like, I saw some headline. I didn't read it, but like, was he being like a smart ass? No, no, he was. It was like very sincere. Uh, <laughs> he's like, he's going to start by wishing Coach Saban a happy birthday. Well, I mean, he made a joke at the end, like maybe that'll yeah. ease some tensions between us. But I mean, he said in his press conference before he took the LSU job, he called Saban to talk to him about playing, like coaching in the SEC. Uh, I feel like Saban and Brian Kelly actually probably do get along. I think there's yeah. like a mutual respect there. I think Which I don't know if he had like, that for less than Ed. I feel like they both probably run like the team more like a business. Oh, dude! I mean, their their personalities are very similar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I mean, they're both like you know Yankees. Well, I guess Saban's more of like a West Virginia redneck. But... There you go. And then Kelly's just an Irish dude from Boston, so. Probably not so different. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap us up for this week. Go Tigers. All right, go dogs. Come on, Adam. Uh, roll Tide. There we go. My man. Dude, they weren't there weren't 40, 40 points of illegal screens.
Uh, the one you sent me, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you that one. That was a missed call. Nope, y'all just enjoy the 26 minutes of audio you have for me. <laughs> There's really not a chance for me to make this up because we're going tomorrow to figure out when this baby's coming. So. <laughs> Look at 